Welcome to Home's Room. Just like homeroom, we start off our day getting together with our homies, swapping stories, even a little kiss and tell action. This podcast contains language not suitable for younger listeners. Topics about sex and mental health. Discretion is advised. Our views are our own. Let class begin. Home's Room is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor by Spotify is a total package podcast tool from getting started to distribution, in-app editing, and much more. They even help you monetize your podcast. All of that for free. With a web and mobile-based app, recording anywhere on anything is a breeze. Get your voice heard with Anchor by Spotify. All right, we're here again on a special episode. We uh, just had this idea yesterday, in fact. Um, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day and what some of our traditions are, what some of our ideas are, as well as answering one of the questions that we got that we felt needed a little bit more time. And we'll explain a little bit more about that later. So, um, Phoenix, this was a little bit your idea. You wanted to um, You wanted to talk about what what we do for valentine's day so what was the first question you would want to ask about a valentine's day uh tradition or you know just in general so in general the first question i had that kind of came to mind was what do you think about valentine's day what do i think about valentine's day um i do think it has become a corporate holiday any holiday where they're putting out candy or like the decorations three months before in a store, like if it's Halloween and there's, you know, Christmas stuff out or it's Thanksgiving and there's, you know, Valentine's day stuff out, like obviously they are trying to make money off of it and they're stretching that out further and further. So it has become kind of a corporate holiday. However, I do still believe that, you know, showing love to somebody is always a good idea. It doesn't matter whether it's a holiday or not. I think you should do it all the time, not just on one day. So one of the things that I specifically would do is, you know, not necessarily make a bigger deal than I would any other day for this person on Valentine's day. But, um, I would, you know, definitely get a, get a gift or make something, do something. We'll talk about that. I think, you know, later, but, um, I, I like Valentine's day. I like, I'm a, I'm a romantic. I don't know if you, uh, if you knew this about me, but I am, I did not know that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a romantic. I, um, I'm a draw you a picture, write you a poem, make sure to get a card to make you smile kind of kind of guy. So what about you? What do you think about Valentine's day? Well, I think originally I even, I kind of even went back and thought about it as a kid and it was always that part of a kind of, you know, as a kid, it's always those different holidays that you're like, what, what can I, what can I get? So whenever you first have those like crushes or, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, um, your your sweetheart your you know valentine it's always that part of uh like you know do you get chocolates do you get flowers or these things but as as i've gotten older and all i think i've looked at valentine's a little differently it's always for me getting something for my kids but then yeah now that i'm a single person it's more of that i think it's just fun to recognize these holidays and not making it such a 
hey, it is, we have to be forced into doing this or anything like that. Um, but I'll, I'll, it's that part of, hey, I'm, maybe I can recognize myself. Because uh, I, I already do that whole, I buy myself flowers. You can buy yourself yes, flowers. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I had been buying myself flowers as a single person. I make it a point. I treat myself. Heck, I have usually always some dove hearts chocolates or, or whatever for the holidays I always keep them in addition home so, i love me every day yeah and I there's some me inspirational messages that's why i love the little dove chocolates i like the dark chocolate ones i open them up and i have to read the little message and sometimes if the message is really great it might go on my refrigerator so there you go all right what's your next question about valentine's day then what, so, what, what other ones did you have? So my kind of follow up was more of that. How do you express your love and all of that? And um, and like you said, kind of just more of that. Maybe you're drawing a picture or writing a poem and, and all of that. So that was something that was more <laughs> just how do you express your love to. So you're talking yeah. about like, are we are we given that like special that special love? Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about like just uh, the the love in general? Like, how do you give a gift do you you know are you talking about that special love well i think it's more on that deeper level of not outside of more of um you know like actual physical gifts like you can buy from a store or you can make on your own maybe it is more of that how do you express your love towards that person you know is that because you know we could always talk about love languages and how do you express that <laughs> and all of that that could be a whole different <laughs> episode but all, you know, it's that, uh, how do you express your love to that person? Letting them know that you really do love them. I was mostly talking about sex. And, well, you know, I mean, the sex love. is really good. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, having sex. Yeah, it's good. Because then that made me turn a little bit more on like, okay, here's, here's a great one. Um, do you like lingerie or not? Me personally? Yeah. Like, do I like, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Why, I, well, I, some people yeah. don't. I'm telling you, it's more just like you might as well get naked. And so, so and the here's the deal with that is if you're going to put in that much effort to be that uncomfortable, you you better be getting appreciated. Yes, yeah. So absolutely, like what? No, I I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the visual, and yeah, I mean, why? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, well, you know. I, I, Different relationships I've had, it's more of just like, hey, we're fine with you just being naked. So uh, they don't even, it's more of just like, well, you can go through all of that and all, but hey. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing though, is like, if you're going to, if you're, if, yeah, you could just be naked, but at at that point, like you're putting in effort to like look good, not only for me, but also kind of for yourself. So like, you know, why would, I'm not going to, I am not going to stand in the way of you feeling sexy about yourself at all ever why no i wouldn't do that that's not me yeah so in that part like sometimes you just do something special in that way and you know whether or not it is hey i'm setting the mood i'm going on the more romantic side of hey we've got candles lit and you know we've got some champagne over here you know all of those things i i guess more of just everybody's going to be different on that or what setting the mood or doing something extra special for you yeah, I've definitely never done either of those champagne or candles. Candle? I'm, I'm I'm a fire safety person in the house and candles are dangerous. Um, that's not a thing that I do. And champagne is almost always gross. I I I know that this is probably an unpopular opinion especially around Valentine's Day. I will take sparkling grape juice over champagne 
any day of the week. Thank you very much. I am gladly sitting at the kids' table on New Year's with the sparkling grape cider and the champagne can stay over there. I don't want that. Okay. Well, so I will take some um, Moscato. I'll take a little Moscato with some chocolates. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but that's not champagne. That's different. Well, okay. Champagne. Okay. Well, I did. If we're talking wine, wine, there's there's good wines. Yeah. Champagnes all taste like the sock water out of a. Oh, I was about, I was going to say like, like a foot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan yeah. of it. Not a fan of it. That's more um, Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any. Anyway. Um. As far as express back to, I think you asked a question at some point in time. Sorry. And um, just overall, but, uh, like, what do you? Ex- how do you express your love for that person? I mean, because that's the thing. Like, depending on the person, if, yeah. if you're that intimately involved, this is the person that you do have sex with. Um. I guess that's all in all. Is there something more special you do for Valentine's Day um, when it comes to that person you're having sex with? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, as far as my my wife and things that we do to celebrate Valentine's Day, I, I am a a romantic. Like I said, uh, for the most part, I like to surprise her with stuff. I like to you know, plan a dinner, whatever it is. Um, I, I'm an East coast kid. Again, I, I kind of will say that a lot cause that's where, where I'm from. I'm proud of being from the coast. I'm also proud of being from the Chesapeake Bay area. Cause we got the best seafood. I don't care what you say or where you're from. And if you live in the Midwest and you have opinions on seafood, it is null and void when you talk to me. Um, but I like to, um, I like to, cook i love cooking i cook dinners most night anyway but i always i always like doing something special um you know making it making her a good steak um you know whatever it is surprising her with with something i am a flower giver uh since covid i now live with a plant lady so i'm not buying flowers anymore because i live in a jungle um we we have a ton of plants but one thing that i've always done is i've always made her gifts so i can i i metal work i do stuff like that so i'll make her flowers i think the last flower i made her was out of spoons i know i like handmade a um a heart out of metal and then made some uh barbed wire out of copper and wrapped it around it because she needed somewhere to hang her necklaces um I just, I always try and make her something, um, depending on this, when this airs, uh, I will have finished the project I'm working on, which is her favorite slasher movie is scream. So I got a, um, I got her a scream mask, the knife from scream and a shadow box and we're movie people. We, we met at a movie theater. So on the shadow box, I'm going to put the, you know, obviously the word scream on it. Cause it's the title of the movie, but I think I'm also going to put like the box office numbers and the day it released and all that kind of stuff, because I think she would really appreciate that. And those are those little details that are, you know, romantic because I know that she would like, she would get a kick out of knowing that information. And every time she looks at it, she, you know, just get it, just, be like, oh, he loves me. Yeah. And I think to me, that's what Valentine's Day is about is doing the the little details you might ordinarily forget and showing up for them in a way that like, it, although it may be one day a year, it you you can turn it on just that that little bit extra. So what about you? What do you what do you got for Valentine's uh, and showing your love? Well, I show a lot of love to myself anymore. Uh <laughs> But I was just thinking some of the times, like, you just, you know, 
instead of like you're you're with you being so creative and coming up with these I don't know just these wonderful things for cherry uh I think it's just not so many like all the you know so many people do that uh, I think it's more of that what I found whenever I was you know in a relationship married it was always that part of that same thing it kind of they get you that hallmark card and it says something different but it's pretty much that same message year after year and then the same (laughs) mine are always funny the same chocolate or the same so i think that mixing it up is a big deal for me just doing something like different coming up with something because i'm not really a like a big receiver of gifts um, but it, if you do give me a gift, I very much want to have where you've put thought in it You and it is really, gosh, like, you know me, like you made me this gift yeah. or you got, bought me this gift even. And it was very much to, um, to show that, Hey, I really do know you. So like I said, it's that detail yeah. stuff yeah. that like, that like going the extra mile and being like, look, I know that you enjoy this gross champagne. So I'm going to get it for you. Or I know that you, um, that you enjoy these, these particular chocolates that you don't usually buy for yourself because they're extravagant or because they're, you know, whatever. And I'm going to get those for you as a, you know, as a, as a token of my love and appreciation. I, I agree. I think that that's, you know, good. I think that that's what it, what it should be. So, yeah. Um, what else you got? Any other, any other, um, any other Valentine's day questions? Those were the main ones. I was going to say um, we could go ahead and ask our question um, about kind of just leading up to what we kind of just overall this episode is about even further. Oh, yeah. Um, so what she's referring to is a when we when we first started out on this journey, I uh, took to Facebook and Instagram and I said, hey, uh, we got to get better about you know, talking, we got to get comfortable answering questions and, you know, just being vocal about things, no matter what the topic is. So if you got a topic, send it in. And a lot of people sent in questions and that was our first episode we released was answering those questions. There were some questions, however, that we didn't answer because we felt they were owed a little bit more space, a little bit more time. Um, And this is one of them. I would like to say one last thing on the Valentine's day thing, just because, uh, I think that it definitely gets a rap as like a, um, a like woman holiday or, you know, whatever. And I think that that's kind of like bogus. It's just a tall, it's just a thing. It doesn't, the holiday doesn't have a sex, unfortunately, that's not how it works. So get over it. Um, I'd agree. But I, I do remember one of my favorite things about Valentine's day. You mentioned when you were a kid and, you know, thinking about it that way, one of the things that I always loved was my dad worked, you know, a really weird schedule. So he was either 7 PM to 7 AM or 7 AM to 7 PM. So when I would get up to go to school, he was either already gone and I wouldn't see him until way later if I saw him at all, or, you know, you know, kind of vice versa where like he was, he was just getting home and he was in bed and he was going to be in bed all day and then getting ready to get up and leave when I got home. So on Valentine's day, uh, me and my sisters, we had, um, we knew we were going to have one of those little box of assorted chocolates. It's like maybe, you know, four chocolates in it, five chocolates in it, whatever it is, um, behind our, like whatever school pictures we had up there, like there was going to be one for each of us. And it was always like a, you know, I, I know he loves us because he's, he, he 
made that effort to go get that and he might not be able to say i love you happy valentine's day or anything because he was working or whatever and i always thought that was sweet and that's probably one of the things that informs how i approach valentine's day because it doesn't matter what you do as long as you're showing people that you know i love you and you know i care and you know i sometimes get my mom valentine's day stuff still because i love my mom so you know it just it's just about love. It doesn't matter where it goes, who it is, what it's for. I think love transcends so much more than just like a sexual partner or a romantic partner or whatever it is. You know, like you said, you could buy yourself flowers. Yes. You can, you know, take yourself dancing. Right. All of those, right. all of those lyrics. Um, yes. but yeah. So getting back into, you know, this question, I thought that this one was a really good question to, uh, to address in its own kind of segment. And the reason being is because it has so many different directions you can take it and just with that one tiny you know nudge both of us actually went in different directions on how we interpreted the question so um you know i can see you nodding but um yeah we totally did it's uh, totally did yeah and i think that that's that right there says why it should be and we hope uh just like we took it in different directions and we have our own feelings about it. We hope that it sparks something in, you know, the listener and you think hard about this. I know one of my favorite things to do when I listen to a podcast is like, how would I participate in that conversation? And while we're having this conversation, I hope that you are having your own thoughts because this is a really good question. And uh, shout out to one of our, one of our um, guests, Sea Monstrosity for sending this question in. Um, what what do we want to pitch the question as? Do you want to read it, or do you just want me to just want me to go with it? Well, I can I can you know say it if you want. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We we've been doing that so far. So ask us that question, Phoenix. What we got? Why do we fall in love with potential? Damn! Why do we fall in love with potential? That's a deep question, and when you think about it, the more and more. Um, Potential is, you know, out there. Potential is tomorrow. Potential is the stars, the moon, you know, Pluto, furthest thing away, but could be the thing you want. And I think that that's amazing. And I think that, you know, like I said, we took it in two different directions. Because to me, I, I always think, you know, when I think potential, I think the potential of creativity, the potential of what could be on a grander scale and you know why don't you why don't you explain like how you took this question not necessarily what you what we're going to talk about but just the direction that you went with in this in this uh this question and i think you had uh touched on this like even in maybe even a a previous episode is like even just defining the word and and taking from that word. So looking at potential, there's sometimes that I look up a definition of a word, even though I know overall what that word means, but I like to really kind of like set into the word and kind of wrap my head around it. So I looked it up and it just for listeners and, and just, just saying it is develop into something in the future. And you already kind of described it in that, in that way already, but I did take it more, I, you know, focused in on falling in love. So I took it as, yes. And 
And maybe I am, you know, I'll kind of push down sometimes those feelings and I'm like, no, I'm not so romantic or I'm not so mushy and all. But there is that sweet side and not everybody gets to see that all the time. Uh, So I definitely did. It's like, oh, I've fallen in love and what that kind of looks at, like all in all, getting back to it, like falling in love with potential. And I think it is, it comes back to like whatever you are looking at it in, in whatever way it comes back to hope. Uh, hope for that future. Um, You know, like just that overall, how you can maybe see something going or uh, just overall and and general. So, but I kind of tore that just apart so much of just looking at like, kind of fantasizing about it. Uh, You know, I, I also look at that too, is like, whenever you're looking at hope, then it's just that sometimes depending on how many times you feel like you've been let down and things didn't go your way, do you still look at that potential? And that's why potential is such a motherfucker is you can't, you can't not. And one example that I will say is one that you might not tie with this, but is the best analogy I would say for this is buying a house you have no choice but to see yourself in this house. So if the house is terrible and there's, there's no potential, it doesn't matter. You know, you're going to walk through it and be like, yep, yep, yep. Get me the fuck out. And you're gone. Um, when you find a house that you can see yourself in, you can see the potential. You have to imagine yourself, you know, living in that place, your kids growing up there, your spouse, you know, coming home and you guys sharing an embrace or, you know, cooking dinner or having a family barbecue or, you know, having, you know, friends over for just a hangout. You have to be able to see how that space would work for you. And that's why it's so gut wrenching when somebody snatches it out from underneath you because you fell in love with the potential of it. And I think that there's, there's no greater, uh, gut punch than when the potential of something falls through because you have to tie every bit of your hope into it. And I know for me, more often than not, the potential of something never pans out the way that I want it to. Um, and that's not to say it doesn't ever. I am a fighter. I try and, you know, beyond all odds and all measures, make things happen. But there's only so many times that you can do that. Sometimes it just doesn't go your way. But um, I think that's why I thought about potential in the way that I did, because I, I've, I've seen potential. I've seen what it could be. I've, I'm a creative. I, that's what I do is mm-hmm. I have to see the potential in something. Uh, you know, when I was painting helmets for people, I had to be able to see their helmet and take their idea that to them seems like, eh, I don't know how you're ever going to make this work and see the potential that they had while also looking at this blank slate and, and creating it. So now the potential that they saw is now in my hands and I have to, I have to live up to that. And I believe with all of my being that hope is so strong rooted in you. And that's why fear is the enemy of hope because they can't live in the same space. They can't, they can't occupy the same space. But, um, you know, like I said, we were, we're talking about the uh, Valentine's Day tie-in. So I want to start with yours. So you wanted to go in a love direction. So uh, let's, um, let's talk about how, how you think the potential of love is so easy to fall in love with. 
And of course, I've already said hope. You've said hope. Uh, But it is that, and I think it depends on where you're at in life. If, you know, if you've been through heartache already, if, um, but then again, so I look at all of that. So then it's more of, do I allow myself to fall in love with that potential? You can look at a person and just overall just say, hey, does this person have potential or does this relationship have potential uh, to develop into something? So, yeah, um, which I think there's always that part. Then if you have had that heartache, then there is that part that you might be more on that cautious side. You may even when things get a little more deeper um, or that you, you look towards the future and all. uh, And if you can have this person in your life and how they work out in your life, that's, that's always that part too, that I find that I come across and I have, um, you know, since I've been the single person and and dating and all of these things. uh, But then with that, how much do you get involved? How, how much do you move forward do you allow yourself to fall in love with, with it all? Yeah. So, um, so it is that kind of, like I was saying, just, is there that panic? And, and, and then I always look at too, is just like what, what crosses my mind is being careful. Like, uh, you know, I, I even thought, I thought of like infatuation and that being such a thing. Uh, cause you know, infatuation can be from, I remember somebody telling me like from eight months to three years. And so it's also just really knowing that person and, and not just falling in, in love with them on that part of, Hey, they, they look pretty on the outside, but you didn't take time to get to know them and the inside kind of thing. And turns out you really don't have uh, anything relatable with this person or you really don't like them at all. Once you, you know, so I think that's always that part is allowing ourselves to kind of just, if you want to say, just jump in and uh, fall head over heels for a person. But then, like I said, you just look towards that, hey, that potential. And then it's, it's that other part of, you know, you can look at all of these good things or that they're showing you. But are you also looking at all of those other things that maybe aren't so good about them? Yeah. You're looking. So you need to look at a person as a whole. So that's that's something more that I just was like, hey, you just got to be, you got to protect yourself. You got to use some caution. But then also allow yourself to fall in love with whatever it may be. You're, you're talking about, you know, the, the house and having that set up and looking at all of that or a project. And I think it goes for all of that. Just allow yourself to completely, but it is, it's so different whenever you're including another person in your life and all. Yeah. Um, do you think that when it comes to love and when it comes to the potential of a person, do you think that the, it's easier to turn the blinders off or do you think that it's easier to have the blinders put on? So I think it's easier to turn the blinders off. Uh, off really that's surprising i would think that i or if i maybe i mixed that up maybe i i meant to say the the blinders on meaning say that again sorry so you're so you're saying you would you would think that it's easier to have blinders on where you can't see anything else but but love for this person because you're 
you see the potential? I think it definitely starts out that way for me anyway. And then I almost, so I'm more of, I look at good in people. I, I, and sometimes I'm, I'm, I don't always look at the, the bad in people, or even if somebody else is telling you, Hey, about this person, like da, 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 whatever it is. Right. And you just, for me, I'm more like, but they have all these good things about them. It's almost me, uh, giving them a chance because I know that I'm a flawed person. I know that I have things that I have done that somebody would look at me and think like, like maybe not so good at things about me. So that's where I'm always just more of, Hey, I give this person a chance that we're all, we're all imperfect. Um, yeah. Um, so if what you're saying is, you know, for you, you approach a thing where you want to see the, you know, the, the good in people before you see anything else. And you tend to not overlook the bad, but like you take it more on a good way, outweighing the, the negativity or the bad in a person, which I think is admirable for sure. It's definitely hard to do, especially in today's world. And especially in today's world of relationships, I can't imagine, you know, having been married for as long as I've been married, not having to have dealt with just the sheer change in the way that dating is where like before it was, you know, you go out and meet people and now, you know, like online dating and Tinder and, you know, instant gratification and all of that stuff is, you know, there. And I think that adds a whole nother layer of potential where like you see somebody's picture on one of these dating profiles and the potential of, Oh, that person's attractive. Their profile seems okay. I guess. I mean, I, I don't, I guess, you know, for, from this like paragraph, I, I kind of like them. And then, you know, you have to create a version of them in your head that is so potential ridden. You, you can't even, you know, not message them because otherwise nobody would message anybody on there. I mean, I guess, you know, the weird, creepy people would probably message everybody. Like I assume they do, but I've never been on one of those. So I don't, I don't, know how that actually operates i just know that there's some swiping and some dming and you know whatever that is i I was no idea i was on a dating website once and it didn't last long i think i only was on there a month and actually had set up the date and ended up being where it was like completely this is where we're gonna meet hey i'm leaving my home i'm on my way and then he pretty much lets me know uh he says well actually can we just do a facetime I was so bummed because I had to get myself to that point that I'm meeting with this person that, yes, I did talk to him on the phone and everything. uh, But then it was just completely like I was crushed and upset about it because, you know, for me, I'm this anxious person. I'm like, gosh, I want to, you know, I just, you know, I'm preparing. I'm, I'm even getting the nerve to go. And I'm like, I'm doing this. And then it's like that big letdown that it didn't turn out all right. So after that, I did not talk to him anymore. But um, yeah, I I'm not. I gave that a try because it was always that friends, you know, may, just kind of suggesting it or that it worked for them and all that. What it turns out to be is it doesn't work for me. <laughs> so not at all. I'm more of like. If I just happen, that person comes in my life and I just meet them and, hey, we, you know, we try it out. We go on a date or whatever it is um, and see if it works. But otherwise than that, then 
yeah, I want it to be more, I don't know if you say not anything forced or rushed or anything like that. And that maybe, maybe that's that fairy tale kind of stuff still was that maybe somebody will just come in my life that is supposed to meant to be. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You know. All right. I, I got another question for you <laughs> and I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn a question you asked me earlier back on you okay. because it, I, I found a way to, to work it in to this conversation. So you hit me with, are, do you like lingerie earlier? Right. So I'm going to turn it back around. And because, you know, you went in a love direction, like, uh, do you like lingerie and putting lingerie on? Does that, does that give you the okay. like the potential feeling to, to cause that something's going to happen. Right. So like you fell in love with the potential of looking good and making some magic happen. So do you, do, does that how you feel? Do you, do you like lingerie? Does that give you the feelings of potential? Okay. So with, wearing lingerie or, you know, other people that I've seen wear lingerie or, you know, whatever it is that, so I think all in all, whenever I've ever worn lingerie, it's for that person. And I do look at myself a lot in the mirror. I'm very much in love with myself. Uh, and I laugh at that because some are like, oh, she's so full of herself. And it's really like, yes, I am full of myself because it's a lot of work, but in put into me. But, uh, so I do like admiring myself and, and I'm feeling sexy. So there's another part of that that just makes you feel really good about yourself when you. It's, it's the potential. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so with all of that, to me now, I would be more of like lingerie is uncomfortable. Hell, can I get out of this bra and these pants as quick <laughs> as possible? So now I'm more of like naked. Like, so I would say now I could care less about lingerie. Yeah. See, yeah. Turn, turn that one back around. Yes, but, yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, good, uh, that's good. Um, I think that, you know, what you're saying and, you know, I, I think it makes sense as far as, you know, just relationships in general go. Um, I wasn't ever really a, um, like I, I didn't date a lot when I was younger. It, you know, I've been married for, you know, almost like half my life now. Um, so, uh, you know, I, it's crazy to me to think back about, you know, dating. Cause I have to go back to like junior year of high school when I was dating somebody besides my wife. Um, so I, I always think, man, like what, what did I, how did I address that? Cause falling in love with potential to me, that I think that's probably why my mind didn't go there, but for what you're saying, you know, I, I was never. I was either in a relationship or I wasn't, it wasn't, I was never, you know, bouncing around. I was good single. I'm, you know, I, like I said, I'm a romantic, so I'm, I'm I like being in a relationship, but I often think back to, you know, trying to answer this question in, in those terms, I think back to the potential of like almost uh, anxiety ish fear, um, butterfly feeling. And that almost, you know, supplemental adrenaline spike of, you know, does, does she like me or do they like me? Or is it, you know, was that, was I weird? Was that not? And, you know, those, those feelings are really strong, but the potential of maybe they did like me is still so, so much stronger. And I think that that's wild. Cause I would have never without asking this question would have put it in that context. And what you're saying sounds like the same thing just in modern times where, you know, 
you very much want to make sure that you're, you know, falling in love with the right potential and the right person. And now you're just wanting to take whatever happens as it happens and take whatever, you know, possibilities come up as they come up rather than trying to force the issue on like a dating app or something where the, the chances are slim to none that you're, that you're going to find it. Not saying that like, you know, all of those dating sites can't work uh, saying if you're on one of those, you should just like throw your phone away. Um, phones are expensive. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do but, that. um, but, uh, you know, there's more substance in the world. And I think that this is why this made it such a good question for our podcast, because substance in the world is kind of one of our things. And I think that potential in the world is so amazing as well that you have to you have to find the potential to let yourself grow and the potential to let yourself be even though every thing in society tells you, no, you got to get married. You got to have kids. You got to buy a house. You got to have, you know, you know, all of these things. And if we're talking about falling in love with potential, if society tells you, you have to do all those things, that's not potential. That's what you're supposed to do. So where's the room for potential in that? And I think that, you know, that's kind of, kind of the, what I'm taking from what you're saying. And I think that that's so interesting because again i i didn't think to go there with this question so i think it's and when you talked about the societal part i did write that down as well because there is that so many of that societal pressures of i mean doing really if you think about it like it could be on any one thing in your life that there's some type of societal pressure so when it comes to that it's uh, yeah, like like you said, just perfectly of just got to get, you know, what do you do after high school? Okay, graduated from high school. Now, some people, it's they start work right away. Do they go to college? Do they, um, they, I mean, really, when you look at all of that, you're looking at the potential of, hey, if I, if I, if I go to work, this is, I mean, I can make, I can potentially make this kind of money. I can grow, you know, where's the growth in this job? I um, mean, it could be, you go to college. Okay. Where, what's the potential out of, I mean, there's so much wrapped around that and, but it is that, Hey, okay, well you finished college. Okay. I got to get married. And, and then people ask, oh, you, yeah. when are you going to have a baby? And then you have enough, you have a baby and they're like, are you gonna have any more? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, just a side note. Um, I know this is like, we were talking about love and Valentine's day and like, you know, whatever it is, is it like October 14th or something like that is nine months from Valentine's day. So like people are going to have kids around then cause they had Valentine's day babies, but like, let's stop pressuring people to have kids. I think that that's one of the right. most jacked up things that you can do. Like I, I wanted to have kids young cause I wanted to grow up with my kids and I don't like being asked now, are you going to have another one? Cause my deal with why I want or don't want kids has nothing to do with you. And I don't have to explain that to you. And I definitely don't want to answer the question mm -hmm. and then have to explain that, like, go fuck yourself. I don't care why you're asking me this question, but like, let's stop pressuring people, especially stop pressuring women into having kids like that. Yeah. That like, don't, don't be that person. Anyway, back on topic. Well, and it's, um, well I was going to add a little tidbit. So that is just very much of, yeah, being pressured into even just getting married, um, that that has been a thing that, you know, societal norm. And I'm doing air quotes. Uh, 
Because the thing is, like, hey, if you don't want to get married, don't get married. Don't feel like you have to. And I think that's the other part of just like living your life the way you want to live it. And, you know, if it just happens, these are different things that you want, then hey, that's fine. But like you're saying, just stop pressuring people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so my thoughts on falling in love with potential, I've kind of shared tidbits and, you know, things as, as we've gone. Um, I think that, you know, for me, like I said, I went to a creative, I went to, you know, I have the ability to write this book. I have the ability to tell this story or to airbrush this thing. I have the ability to, you know, jump this apex. I have the ability to, you know, do these amazing things. So it almost becomes the brass ring. Uh, I don't know if you know that analogy, but you're, it's essentially a ring that doesn't mean anything, but it's shiny. It's above you. So you're going to chase it. And you, um, you continuously strive for more, not because, you need more, but because more is in front of you. And I always kind of fight the urge to chase the brass ring. Sometimes when I find myself doing it, I have to just have a hard reset where it's like, what do you actually want? Is this the thing that you actually want? And uh, it hasn't led me astray. I also I strongly believe in following your gut. Your gut's almost never wrong. Um, you know, funny story, uh, your gut instinct. And the reason that's even a saying is because, you know, in caveman times, those, those people that, you know, would have gut feelings were revered and actually looked at as, you know, not, I don't say prophets, but looked at as the smartest people around because they kept everybody else away from danger. Cause they were smart enough to be like, mm, this feels weird. Not going to, not going to do that. And they don't get eaten by a saber tooth tiger. Um, you know, those are, those are the situations that, you know, you, you have to trust your gut and potential is, you know, a blinding force and your gut might not win out in those situations. So having those hard resets of like, what do I actually want? Do I actually want this? Or is this just, you know, something shiny in front of me that seems good? Um, I, I'm a car person. So I had the opportunity to buy, you know, a car that was maybe 10 to $15,000 more than what I could afford, but I really liked the car and uh, the potential of that car was way too much to ignore. And like I said, I'm a car guy. It was a fast car and that's what I want. It was almost everything I needed. I have kids, I have a wife. It was a four door really, you know, luxurious car for what it was but was also fast and for me that's like hey it's a win-win everybody gets what they want and then i had to sit there and be like do i actually want this because i want it or do i want it because it's shiny and the potential in my head is greater than the potential you know of the failure that might come from doing it and i had to you know call a car salesman and be like hey man i I talked with my wife and i just i can't the trigger on this car it's just too much it's just you know not that i just don't think it's the right opportunity and i can't be you know a man that can look at himself in the mirror knowing that i put financial ruin on my family because i wanted a you know a fancy car 
And lo and behold, uh, shortly after that, the car salesman was like, well, we got one other thing I can show you. And I was like, okay. So we came in and I looked at it. I didn't like the car he was going to show me. And I happened to see, you know, the nose of something sticking out behind another car as we were leaving. It was dark. It was nighttime. And, uh, I was like, what's, what's that over there? And he's like, Oh, it's a Camaro. And I looked at him like dummy. I literally said, I'm a Chevrolet guy. I want a manual and a, a kind of a sports car. And he was like, yeah, I mean, we just got that one in. I don't I guess you can look at it if you want. And I walked over to it and it was a manual. Obviously it's a Chevrolet cause it's a Camaro. Uh, if you didn't know that, I'm sorry to make you feel that way, but it is a, it is a Chevrolet Camaro. Um, and I was like, man, how much is this one? And it was $15,000 less than the, uh, the car I was looking at. And I was like, well, this is it, man. Can I go test drive this? And he was like, eh, we're getting ready to close now. But if you want to come back tomorrow, you can come back tomorrow and do it. So potential again, hit me hard. And I went back and test drove it. Um, I, uh, went out in the country may or may not have done a burnout in it. Uh, we're not supposed to do those kinds of things on test drives, but they let me test drive it by myself, which is any car salesman knows it's probably a bad idea, especially something like that. Um, but, uh, on the way back, I, I got pulled over cause the turn signal was bad and, um, it's like, yeah, I'm test driving it, you know, whatever. And it just was so funny because it was like, of all the things that could happen, this is my car. I, yeah. I no no way that this funny story would have happened that five minutes before I did a good a good burnout potentially and uh, now I get pulled over for a turn signal like though I I believe in fate I believe in you know uh, how many lines have to cross for you to end up in a specific place at a specific time for events to unfold and that was just the right one and I followed my gut fell in love with potential, but I was able to reset. And, you know, all in all through that story, what I, what I want to illustrate is you can fall in love with potential, but you still have a brain, you still have a heart and you still, you know, have a mouth. And when one is out of sync, the other should fall in place. If they're all out of sync, then you need to do a hard reset. You need to sit down and ask yourself, write it down, whatever it is. You know, if you're looking at a, you know, a significant other and you're like, man, you fine. I like you. And, uh, you can't get, get around the fact that they're, you know, no better than the paper you wipe your butt with because you, um, you're falling in love with that potential. You have to think, is this really serving me or, do I think that this is just going to get better? You know, if you're creating art and you're falling in love with the potential of filmmaking or you're falling in love with the potential of what you can write, what you can do, um, you have to sit down and think, is this the best I can do? Or am I just doing this because I can't think of anything else? And you have to have those hard resets. Um, I didn't intend to monologue that long, but um, it just, it just flowed. So well, what do, you, what do you think? I was completely listening. So, I mean, it's, it's a great story and definitely of that falling in love potential. It's very much that the other part of just all, all the things that you and I have thought of uh, and, and all. So, uh, yeah, see, that's the other part of me just knowing different things about you. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, there are so many times that it's just, 
between excitement and, you know, if you're kind of looking at it more on my part, it's like, well, what were your hormones doing? How much did they get you in trouble? Uh, How much were you (laughs) wanting something or uh, did those, uh, just those, you know, what, what drove you to, to that point or, you know, Yeah. 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 When all else fails, I always tell people when all else fails, flip a coin. When people are uh, like, I can't decide or I can't whatever. It's like flip a coin. And I say that because it's funny, but also because, you know, there's that old adage of when you flip the coin, when it's in the air, you know what you want. You know, it's important to you because you have hope. You have the potential that it might land on the thing you want. So, you know, there it is again, fall in love with potential. It happens so many places, so many times, so many things. And, you know, I just, I can't, like I said, this is just such a deep question. So out there, I would like to know what makes you fall in love with potential. What do you think is the reason why we fall in love with potential? You can send us, you know, messages or you can do the voice messages, whatever you want to do. Cause I think that this is one that I would like to get feedback on. I think this is one that I would love to hear more people's opinion because it's, there's so many different directions it could go in. Um, we're going to try and wrap it up here. Uh, we we got a a good episode going, and uh, I assume you know Phoenix is getting scared by I assume a cat. I don't know what yeah, that was. Like um, you can't see her. I can, and that up. was there's yeah. so much that goes uh-huh. on into this home. I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> uh, good moments, good moments. Um, I do want to say uh, real quick uh, back to the Valentine's Day thing. So. You got um, your choice of chocolates or um, let's see, what's it? What's a good counterpart? Chocolates or flowers? Which one are you picking? Gosh, that's hard because I'm very much in that moment of per, uh, moment. Like I just that uh, just like, do I, am I filling my stomach or my senses at that point? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm more of like, why do I have to choose? Why can't I just have one? Why can't I have both? Because that's usually. Because that's the question. So what's your answer? Oh, gosh. If I could have either or, I'm going to go with the flowers. All right, flowers. Okay. So you got flowers that are planted that you can that you can keep forever or flowers that look pretty in your window and then they are probably going to die. Which ones are you going for? I'm going to go with the ones that are, um, you know, that that the ones are going to probably die that are in my window because usually those are the ones that, that smell fragrant and I can just, you know, I'm okay with things dying. (laughs) All right. Um, So you got uh, a romantic date out or a mediocre meal with your significant other who tried, but just can't do restaurant quality at home. Gosh. Um, okay, I'm going to go with the significant other making the food at at home because they're the ones that are putting in the effort um, to make me a meal. Good answer. Doesn't turn out or not. <laughs> and then if anything, we'll just go... We'll just go pick up food if it's too disastrous and it's not edible. You know, we're, I, I just, you know, yeah. That they actually put effort in and they took that time. And, you know just cozy up on the couch afterwards. All right. So, um, this last one, if you catch my drift early, uh, early morning coffee, air quotes, coffee, or, uh, after dinner, dessert, air quotes, 
dessert? Which one are you going for? I'm going to go with um, after dinner dessert. Yeah. Yes. See, that, there you go. All right. But I would take um, either. I'm just saying. <laughs> there you go. I, that is that is the correct answer. Is I, I, I feel like that one, if there was any of those questions where both was applicable, that's the one where both is probably applicable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was good. That was, that was good. And I think that it was a good question. I think that, you know, our, um, Valentine's day stuff was good. Um, if you celebrate Valentine's day in a specific way and you have celebrated this past Valentine's day, as in the one that just happened in 2023, um, let us know, uh, if you comment on a post, telling us, send us a message, whatever it is. We want interaction. Um, I think that that's how we're going to grow. I think that that's how we're going to, you know, we're going to stay engaged is knowing that you guys are staying engaged. And I think that with what we have going on, the more fun we have, the more fun you're going to have because we're both goofballs. And if we're not, if we're not having fun, it's hard to get that, like that energy. So be goofballs with us and, enjoy the fact that you have a place to let your goofballness expand. Um, any final thoughts from you? Uh, so usually you're the one that asks, asks this question, but what did you learn today? Ah, yeah. what did I learn today? Well, um, that you could put me on the spot asking about lingerie, I guess. <laughs> um, no, uh, I, I think I learned that being out of the, like, dating game for so long kind of makes me forget that potential and love and all of that kind of falls to a human aspect as well i don't i don't usually equate it that way because you know being married for 16 years i think is what we're going on you know we we've been there done that and you know we still find ways to surprise each other we still find ways to do all of those things and to, you know, try and show up for each other in new ways when we can. But at the same time, it's having to start that all over again is such a weird notion in my head. Cause I just, I, I don't think about it anymore. So hearing that from you is definitely something that made me um, kind of open my eyes to like the other side of things. What about you? What'd you learn? Did you learn something? I always, I always am learning. Uh, <laughs> So that's why she's my co-host. <laughs> uh, so with all of that, because, you know, I was so focused in on the whole part of, oh, my gosh, falling in love and all these things. And I took it that direction. But then all of a sudden, you know how your brain just you it just feels like, oh, my gosh, it's going to another level. It's opening up more. And I'm I'm figuring like it, it's expanding. And so I then was like, you know what? you can fall in love with so many different things um, and with it, with it, with it having so much potential. Uh, so yeah, then I, then I'm like, I, that's why I was wondering if you were going to go in that direction. So yeah, so that's just all in all, just so on that part of just learning all of that other side of things, looking in more of your direction as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I said, I think that, you know, one of the reasons why we, we, vibe so well is because we think differently but somehow arrive at the same conclusions uh i didn't know what your notes said prior to this but the fact that i hit points that were on your notes and you hit things that i i I didn't think about but had had phrased or had you know kind of 
sculpted in my head in a way like what you're saying fit so perfectly in that same you know that same sculpture just not in those terms and i think that that's why we why we work so well as far as this kind of stuff goes is because we um we we think differently but we also are just you know children of the world we um you know we we just are and and with that and this being a um valentine's day episode i love you phoenix love you homes bye everybody bye the bell is about to ring if you want to drop us a voice message or simply ask a question you can do that by clicking the link in the show notes below be sure to leave us a five-star review it helps more people find us theme music by Kinsey, more music available on Spotify. Remember, every day is a class, go learn something.